Today's episode. I'm super excited to have you here listening to the Educators Podcast. And uh, make sure you're following us on all social media accounts. I'm on Twitter now at Educators. Instagram is where we are primarily. And uh, we even have a YouTube channel where we're posting uh, free teacher tutorials. And we got some stuff brewing up for the future for sure. But I really want to thank everybody getting us to that um, 600 and plus download slash listens for the uh, podcast and i'm super excited because it's only been about a month and uh three four days and and i mean i think i think that's pretty good so far i really appreciate you listening uh you can help out by making sure you uh like comment share on social media and you know what share this link to somebody if you just share it to one person you know that helped me double up the listenership so anyways thank you for checking in today i have a great guest good friend of mine a uh, colleague of mine uh, who's in the art world, and he's going to give us his perspective on uh, how he got into his teaching, why he got into teaching, and, and best of all, you know, the project that he's working with with his partner, um, creating a art space and a creative uh, studio for artists uh, there in Calusa County, California, here in uh, Northern California, which is about, I don't know, I would say uh, an hour or so or less from Sacramento. So anyways, here we go. All right, man, we're going to get started today. I got my good friend right here, uh, Mr. Roadruck. Uh, you want to introduce yourself, man, for the listeners, please? Hey, yeah, uh, Ross Roadruck. Um, I'm one of the art teachers at uh, our school, and uh, we've known each other for about a year. And yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to talk with you. Heck yeah, man. I love talking to uh, teachers. That's what we hear about. And uh, especially art teachers, man. I love art teachers and what they do. I'm just a, I'm a wannabe art teacher one day for sure. So uh <laughs> So kind of tell us, man, your background, you know, how'd you end up in uh, Sacramento? I guess we'll say that's where we're at. That's where we are. So, you know, how'd you get into that? How'd you get here, you know, to Sacramento? Yeah, man. So I've been listening to your other episodes and I, I definitely have a different route than the rest of the people. Um, I'm originally from the Midwest. Uh, <clears throat> I grew up in Ohio, went to school, undergrad in Ohio. Um, but then I, uh, I, I moved and taught in uh, Illinois. Um, so I taught <clears throat> in Illinois for seven years, uh, three years more central, and then four years in Chicago public schools. Um, and uh, yeah, during that time, I uh, went back to graduate school at a, it's called a low residency program. It was actually based out of Baltimore. Uh, anyway, things happened, uh, started a new relationship. She lived in the Bay Area. Uh, we did long distance for a year, and then I moved to Oakland, so then I taught in Oakland for a year. Uh, the town. She and I, the yeah, town. man. And uh, so I taught in Oakland public schools or, you know, Oakland Unified School District for a year. Cool. Uh, and then my partner and I, we got, we got, she got a new job. And so then we decided to move again. And she's kind of from the Sacramento Valley, uh, more rural on the way up to Chico. But um, so we, so we decided to, to move back to the Sacramento Valley. And that's what brought me to LGA. So, yeah. There we go. So, Man, you got a little bit of everything, you know. I finally, you know, like I always, uh, I always tell you, I don't even know where Ohio is or any of that stuff. Like, where is that on the map? So, 
that's cool that you kind of helped me out with that. You know, I know somebody from Ohio now. That's great. So, uh, how, why, why did you decide, man, to start teaching art? I mean, out, out of everything, you know, I think that's cool thing about teaching is that, like, you tell somebody I'm a teacher, and they always ask you, "What do you teach and what grade?" Right? Because you know the profession is so like, it's just so diverse, right? You could do a bunch of different things. So, why did you choose art? Yeah, man, it's interesting. You know, so my my mother is a teacher, a really amazing teacher. Um, and so that was like a thing that was always a part of my life, you know. Um, she actually just like, like me, man, just like me. Yeah, she even piloted a program. She taught vocational school. Uh, she taught business for twenty five years, and then piloted a program in Ohio called the Teacher Academy. That was a program for high school seniors who were interested in being teachers. Mm. Um, and they so they got college credit. You know, they wow. like when her students finished their senior year, they had like. I think it was like 24 credits towards college already wow. done, which is crazy. Yeah. So, so teaching was always around, um, but I honestly never really thought about it. And truthfully growing up, I was a, I was a jock, you know, like sports were my thing. And I thought I was going to go to college and play soccer. And that was like kind of what I pictured doing. And I really didn't have the school thing. I didn't really know what I was going to do as a career, you know? Right. Um, but then I had some injuries and I don't know, one thing led to another. I, I took an art class. I didn't take an art class until the end of my sophomore year, like second semester, sophomore year of high school. Um, and it was like, it was like something clicked, you know, and then my junior year, I took another one. And then my junior year, I started making stuff on my own. And then I applied to get into our AP program at my, my, my school. Um, and so when I was a senior, I was, I got into this AP art class and I sort of changed my focus. And that's when I like kind of decided like, yeah, I'll, I'll be an art teacher. So, I mean, I think a lot of a lot of artists and art kids, you know, that I teach, they think that like, oh, like, you know, you were always an art person. And really for me, like I, I it didn't come to me until later in high school. And so, um, yeah, once once I figured out that I was like pretty OK at art, you know, I had some some skill and then I um, I just went with it, man. So um, so, I mean, I went to undergrad with a, I got my BFA in art education um and so how my program worked is it was like four and a half years, um, four years of, um, you know, regular classes. So, Under, undergrad, um, yeah. For undergrad, yeah. So it's, a, so it's a Bachelor of Fine Arts, right? So I have, uh, basically I did all the work that like, a, like an art major would make, but okay. all of my electives were education courses. Okay. And so, that, so then after those four years, I had the BFA, but then I did a semester of student teaching. Um, and then that got me my credential in Ohio. So, um, so after four and a half years, um, I was able to teach now, you know, graduating in December doesn't exactly give you an option to get a teaching job right away, but right. you know, um, so that's how it worked for me at least. So I, so I, I had that, um, credential and a degree after four and a half years. So you kind of knew right away. I mean, that's different than like, you know, obviously some other people that we know, I mean, like teaching to me is like my fourth fifth different career i tried yeah. right before i turned 30 and like uh i think it's pretty cool that you kind of went with it right away i mean a lot of teachers are doing that now but like i know man, i always look back like man i would have been teaching five more extra years if i would have just like decided to go into teaching right away right just yeah man i'm uh this is gonna be my 10th year teaching and we're the same age I'm, you know yeah, what I mean? so same, man. like i'm 32 <laughs> and it's gonna be my 10th year teaching it's crazy exactly so it's kind of like you know, so what do you think about that? Because obviously you, you went straight into it. I mean, do you like have any kind of, I don't want to say regret, but maybe like something inside you says, I, I mean, I could have tried something else first or you think you just, you're okay with it. You know, you just, no, man, I'm, 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 I, uh, I'm, I'm happy about it. You know, I think, I think that's one of the things that like having a parent as an educator really helped me with, you know, and, um, you know, I remember having this conversation because there are other programs that I looked at, like when I was even in high school that, 
you know, they were, they were teaching programs, but then that you got a master's degree. Um, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, five years or five and a half years, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember having a distinct conversation with my mom being like, well, she's like, well, you know, that's true. You could do that. And then you'd have it and you'd start at a higher pay scale. But, you know, at that time, there was a teacher shortage. I mean, right. I mean, there, you know, or not a teacher shortage. There was like a teacher bubble. Job, right? job like shortage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a job shortage and there were too many teachers. And so I remember talking with her and she was like, you know, if you have a master's degree, you're going to cost more. Right. And uh, your heard, district might be less inclined to take a chance on a brand new teacher who costs more than somebody who doesn't, you know? That's crazy. And so I think at the time I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And like, I just want to be able to get into the workforce as quickly as I yeah, can. Yeah, you want to get right you know, into it. Like, yeah, start working. And I, you know, like I had to take out student loans. So I was like the whole like taking out an extra year's worth of, <laughs> you know, like yeah. that whole thing was just like didn't sound great. So, um, yeah, it's been interesting hearing on your other, you know, discussions, like what everybody else, uh, their path was. Um, you know, it's just like so much extra like school when you're teaching these credential programs are crazy to me, you know, like, they're tough, um, but, it's tough. you know, like, uh, and I just think about California, it's like, you need teachers. Why are you making them like do all this extra stuff sometimes? But anyway, yeah, yeah jump through uh, a million hoops. Yeah, it's hard. Man. I just went for it, man. I just went for it. That's kind of how I just do things. I just go for it. No, that's cool. Cause I think, uh, you know, there's an advantage to that. Like you say, you just want to get right into the workforce and just being able just to worry about teaching only and not like this old financial thing, where am I going to live? How am I going to pay rent? You know, all these other problems that come with like going to school one more extra year, you know? So mm-hmm. no, it's cool. I, I did think about that, you know, with the master's thing, it's like, Oh, we got to get this master's first. And a lot of people are doing that now, but I think, you know, for a certain point like you were saying, there was a time where it was like, Hey, you're going to cost more. And it's kind of crazy how it, it all comes down to like sometimes business moves, right. For like these yeah. districts and what they do. So that's cool, man. So I'm glad that you're doing it. You know, because obviously you're doing what you love, which is art. And I know you're coaching sometimes too. So you're doing, you know, that soccer thing. I know you're a big soccer yep. guy like myself. So maybe that's why we kind of get along sometimes. So that's pretty cool. Um, so about this uh, art thing, man, how is this working? You know, with this, this is learning. I know because art's like a hands-on thing, you know. So how do you, how did you battle with that, that first quarter, you know, that last quarter where we had to leave and just students were away from you? Like, how did you handle that, man? How, how was that? Yeah, I mean, it's tricky, you know, I mean, but I mean, the biggest asset, uh, I think it's just sort of like uh, a willing to be willingness to be flexible and, and you know, creativity is, is inherent in what we do. I mean, I think it is in all teaching, but, you know, I think um, I try to talk with students, my high schoolers about sort of like this idea of creative constraints, right? That like, all right, sometimes creating within a limited, um, you know, scope makes you come up with better ideas. Mm. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think it was like hit or miss. You know, I think some kids were really into it and other kids weren't. And, and honestly, I felt like, you know, the biggest factor in that wasn't necessarily about like what I was giving them. It was just sort of about like, you know, their inter- internal desire, right? And so I think, you know, when kids didn't have to, when they were held harmless, right? When kids were held harmless with their grades, a lot of them were kind of like, yeah, okay, like, you know, I got, I got this math or English grade or whatever the grade that like, I really got to get up. Right. So I'm going to focus on that one. And so, I don't know. I mean, I think, um, you know, it's a challenge no matter what. I think it, I don't, I don't think it matters what you're, you're teaching. Distance learning is a different thing. And so, right. um, but yeah, I just try, I mean, I think for me, I'm trying to, um, you know, give students, uh, you know, opportunities to, to make it out of whatever they want. Right. So I try and give them an idea and then how they respond to it or what materials they respond to it with is kind of up to them. So it's less about teaching kids how to use a specific material all the time. Right. right? So I'm not like teaching them how to, you know, 
paint with watercolor because I can't guarantee that everybody has watercolor yeah. right now. So yeah. I'm just saying, here's an idea, respond to it with whatever material you want. And hey, if all you have is a pencil and a piece of paper, that's fine. So, yeah. And that's the cool thing about art, right? It's so like, um, you know, you can just, like you said, you just, you ask them to do something and then you know, obviously you can't, there's so many variables at home, right? Like, do they have the space to do it? Do they have the materials that you need? You know, obviously when you're in a classroom, you could provide like the paper or whatever it is yeah. you're doing, the pastels, whatever it may be. But if they're at home, you know, you can't like say, hey, I need you to grab these, uh, you know, these pastels and then shade this and then use it, you know, because they might not have it. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. That you're able to say, hey, I saw that during this like pandemic, this, this first part of the pandemic that we kind of dealt with. I was seeing that on, on social media. that Teachers were asking their students like for art, like, hey, just create something with yeah. whatever you have. Like they were using like spices from the kitchen or they were using yep. whatever it be. And I was yeah. like, wow, it is just crazy. I mean, I think for me, too, it's actually been an opportunity where, like, you know, I, as an artist myself, like, I, I believe that ideas are what's important, you know, and so, um, you know, but I think a lot of, you know, when kids are growing up, they want to, they want to get mastery of um, tools, right, mm. uh, and so this is an opportunity, I felt like, for me to, you know, teach students to, to consider their ideas first, because really, art making has always been about ideas, right, communicating ideas, um, and that's what makes it interesting, is that you get this little glimpse into somebody else's brain or thought process, and so, you know, yeah, materials can enhance, but they aren't the thing that makes art. What makes art is your ideas. So, but going forward, like with this new, like uh, the new school year coming in, I mean, we are going to have a better planning, right, towards it. I mean, students are going to get materials, or, or what do you think? Yeah, well, that's what we've uh, our departments. You know, that we've been we've been scrambling to kind of like figure out how do we, you know, how much can we get get them, and how fast can we get it to them, and. Mm -hmm. Oh, is it just for quarter one or is it quarter two? And right. so anyway, so we've been kind of scrambling. But we're, I think we're, we got a, I was, I sent an email. We were sending emails this morning. So I think, uh, I think we're, I think we got a solution. Hopefully it's, hopefully we get it done quick enough. Something, something, yeah. Something, uh, yeah. something more organized for this, you know, because obviously nobody was ready for this. So this is kind of oh, a, yeah. a new wave we're going with and we're dealing with. So I think, obviously, like I teach Spanish. So, you know, we don't really have, let's say like hands-on materials they need. I mean, obviously they probably need uh, some reading material, but. You know, it was they, we were able to like cope with it really quickly, didn't yeah. we? You know, because it was like, hey, watch the videos, yeah, record yeah. yourself. I mean, there was like things they could do with their computers, you know. But I know with art is like if you're teaching, like, you know, I was talking to a photography teacher, you know, uh, Mr. Wicks, and it's like you can't provide cameras like that, you know. Like we have cameras at school, and so yeah, that was hard, you know. And I know you teach. What do you teach? Digital art, and what else do you teach? I teach graphic design and art one and sixth grade. So it's like I got this big range, but it's like we can't send computers home, and so now I got to find only like you know browser based programs, right? And, you know, it's, it makes things tricky. I mean, but you, there's still. I mean, the good news is is that it is 2020, and we do have these options. You yeah, know? like I mean, there there are solutions to it, but yeah, I mean. um Yes, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I, like at, at the end of the last school year, it's like I definitely had a kid who like every single thing he did was pencil online paper, you know, and like he tried, but like it's not going to, you know, he's not going to be able to like, he's a high schooler. He's not going to be able to use those in a portfolio ever. It's like you can't, right. you know, it's right. just not the quality. That's, anyway, so. No, we were, just, um, we were just playing, you know, catch up. So like I said, I think, I think yeah. this year, you know, we're going to go with the pools. That's cool, man. So yeah. then uh, I kind of want to talk about, I mean, I know this is kind of like you, you, what you were doing this whole time that you kind of were at home during the summer. And you bought a home, right? You recently bought a home. Yeah, my partner and I we bought a house at like just as as pandemic was beginning. Actually, our that first that very first Monday that we had off, I was like, "What is it?" We they sent us home, and they were like, "All right, no school Monday, long weekend." Um, I think is how it was. That that Monday was the day that we signed our we signed our closed closing co closing papers. So wow. Um, 
Yeah, so I, we just bought a house, though, yeah. And then, I mean, I know I've been talking to you this whole time. You were, like, doing all these projects. So kind of talk to us, man. Like, how did you decide to get into this, like, fixer-upper kind of thing where it's like, I'm going to fix all these things myself? I mean, how did you do all that, man? Like, this yeah, is- so, all right. So it really, it's rooted in um, uh, my interest in social practice art, right? And um, my partner and I are both artists. Um, right. And so we're really interested in how do we create spaces where other artists and people can have artistic experiences or experience and engage with the arts. Right. And so uh, last summer, 2019, um, she and I started a um, artist in residence program um, <clears throat> in her hometown, which is in Calusa County, um, like rural up on the five yeah. towards Chico. Um and so we did this last, so we did this thing last summer. We had invited 24 artists um, throughout like a six, I think it was a six week period. We had 24 artists come and stay for either like one week or two week stays. Um, we provided them with housing and um, studio spaces. Wow. Um, so the idea was just to sort of like get artists out of their normal space and uh, away from the people that they're maybe usually around uh, to have them interact with a new setting um, and new people. And, uh, and then bring some, you know, art and culture to a smaller town that doesn't always have a lot of it happening. Um, yeah, it's a very small so we did all, town. Very small yeah, town. yeah. So, I mean, you know, like uh, the town we did in last summer was called Calusa. It's like, I don't know, like 8,000 people. Well, they have, they have a casino. You know, we know that is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, out, that's outside of town, though, man. That's like an extra attraction. But yeah, anyway, no. And then, and then, uh, and then that t- uh, where we bought our house is in Arbuckle, which is like, you know, four and a half thousand, five thousand people. Anyway, so it's small. But, um, you know, our, we had this long-term goal of like starting this residency project where people can come and stay right. and make art, right? And yeah. so, um, so this house, um, it's actually, it's I mean, this is crazy, man, but it's, the house is right next door. One of our neighbors is my partner's grandmother. Okay. And then the other neighbor is my partner's aunt. <laughs> so like a family, uh, family block. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. And so the crazy thing is this place, so it's, um, the property has, uh, like a, a two bedroom house, you know, and then it has a separate one bedroom apartment and then it has two separate barns right. and, uh, and like a side garden area. So, um, once we saw it and kind of were looking around, we we're like, oh man, this is where we can have this residency right. and we won't have to rely on people's sort of like donation of space and goodwill. We can just do it. Um, and so that's what this is, this whole thing has been is this, uh, is we're working towards making this a space that we can share with other people. Um, and it can sort of be happening, you know, uh, throughout the year, uh, whenever we feel like doing it, basically, uh, we can be hosting artists and, you know, the best thing about buying in a rural space is that, you know, we can afford the mortgage, you know, right. You're out of, own. yeah, you're out of the city. I mean, you're, you got and all we have, space. but we have a separate living space, right? You know, we have two living spaces and we don't ne- necessarily need the extra, um, income, um, gratefully you know we're grateful for that but um yeah man so it's like this is like a this is you know we started this so we're like you know let's we bought it in march so it's so we're like you know five months in uh to this probably you know multi-year long project (laughs) (laughs) you're an (laughs) artist you like to create i mean you got time i mean like there's no man 
Yeah, I mean, and that's I think that's what we've been talking about so much. I, I I have found that I get this immense satisfaction just from like building and fixing things too, because of the way that it activates my brain and sort of creative problem solving. Right, you're like, doing something with your hands and like yeah, everything. And I was taking this art course last year. Like, every, they said something was like everything is art, and it's like oh my god, it's like it is because someone like obviously drew the house you're in, so that's art, you know. Someone drew and designed the chair you're sitting in, right? So that's like yeah. art, and I never thought of that like. Every single thing in the yeah. world is art. You know, somebody thinks about an aesthetic quality of it. You know, it's like maybe the function is over the, you know, the form, and maybe people like what how it functions is more important than what it looks like. But you know, I mean, your doorknob, right? Like somebody sculpted your door. Correct. Someone drew that. Someone planned it. Appealing. Yes. That is somebody's. You know? that is someone's idea. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So I mean, I mean, so like you know, like I like was re- re- the apartment that uh, we're staying in the apartment right now, and it's got this little tiny kitchen and. You know, it had no, it had no cab, like, uh, you know, storage space down low. They, they had a dishwasher and, and four drawers. That was it. I was like, what? You could, where are you going to put anything? So, you know, it's like, I, I like rebuilt off this cabinet, but it was just like so satisfying to like build this thing and like make it look nice. And it's like, oh yeah. All right. This all works now, you know? Um, and it's amazing how many, you know, uh, visual decisions you have to make in addition to the practical ones, right? Like, all right, it needs to be strong enough to hold stuff, but like, does it look like garbage or not? You know, right? <laughs> so right. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's. You that's did. Like the, you also me. did the roof, right? You put tile. I mean, you did all kinds of things in the last five months. I didn't right? do. We didn't do any tile yet, but I, I did a little. I did a little roof repair. Okay. You know, I, I, I redid some uh, soffit and some fascia, you know, on the barn and on the house. You know, uh, we we gutted the whole garden. The garden the previous uh, owner had. Um, they used. She used like. A, I don't know, like. A, you know, like old fruit boxes, you know, that you collect, they're like, you know, maybe like, yeah. I don't know, three feet tall, like yeah. four by four, you know, they're big, but she used those as her, as her raised bed. So like she had like nine of those in this garden. It was just like, so anyway, so we like cleared all that out and, you know, like, because we're in the country, you know, uh, my partner, one of her friends from high school, he's a farmer, he has this little tractor. And so we like bring this tractor and one, you know, it's like, we've just been like doing stuff, man. It's uh so you're de- definitely taking advantage of this, like stay home, stay safe period, you know? Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, like during, like during the initial part of the end of last school year, I was losing my mind having to sit there, you know, like at home, just sort of like twiddling my thumbs. And I was like, all right, I'm going to the house, you know, so I would just, I would do my, I would do my schoolwork. I'd answer my emails. I'd do my office hour. And then I would just get to work on up and get to work, you know, and I, if I hadn't had that, I think I would have been like, I would have been losing it, you know. I think, and I think a lot of us, like, I mean, everybody took this a different way because some of us, you know, don't have the flexibility, like teachers, you know, where we were just like, mm-hmm. okay, we have the summer anyways, but. Other people were like were forced to stay home from their jobs or whatever it may be, and it's like, man, I I bought myself a little fixer upper. I mean, not to that point, you know, it's not there it wasn't that much work like I feel like you are <laughs> saying, but we had to put the floors in. You know, we did that last yeah. year, though, and then we had to put like tiling. But like, do you have like this OCD? Because I kind of do. Like, if I if I pick, you know, we painted the walls and we painted stuff, and I, it's like let's just say it's like a drip of paint that stayed there. Like, does that bother you, or are you like, you know, are you perfectionist when it comes to that kind of I stuff? Can't, like. I can get into that a little bit, but you know what? Somebody just told me this like a month ago. It's a friend of ours up here. He's like a, you know, he's like a builder contractor guy. Uh, he's been doing it for years. You know, I think he, you know, he's like in his sixties and he was like, Hey man, six feet. And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, the rule is six feet. If you don't see it or notice it from six feet, it's fine. Whoa. And I was like, Oh, Whoa. <laughs> you know, and I was like, I was like, man, I've been way too close to this stuff sometimes, you know? And so, uh, even in the last month since he said that to me, I've finished jobs quicker just because I'm like, oh, yeah, it looks fine from here. You know, like, right. uh, whereas in the past, I would have like, you know, I think 
some of the earlier stuff I'd like would like pull it back out again and then redo it or recut it or, you know, um, but I think that's, you know, that's just like, that's like anything, right? Like somebody with more experience and skill gives you, gives you some knowledge that you learn from. So that's funny. That's you say, I, I never thought of it like that, man. but I also had another friend that said like, I told him about that, man, this bothers me. You know, there's like this little, whatever I need to do this. He's like, the only person that knows that is you, man. Anyone that comes yeah. over is not looking for that yeah, yeah, little, yeah. like, you know, extra paint that you left on this corner, you know, like no one's looking yeah. at that. Like, this is your house. You see it every day. So it bothers you, but that's it. You know, no one's looking yeah. at that. And I, it's just kind of hard to get over that sometimes. Like, Oh man, but if this door was just, you know, and it's like, it's pretty funny. Okay. I just wanted to ask, cause yeah. you're our teacher. Like, man, does that bother you? Like, does it have to be perfect? You know, when you're doing your redoing your roof or whatever, maybe like, it's like, it's crazy, man. No, I think it's all right. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I can be a stickler for, um, you know, uh, craft you know i can i care about craft but also i would say that as our teachers go i'm probably not the most uh uh precise <laughs> right uh you know like that's not my I, that's not my uh that's not necessarily my thing it's because you know i'm not an art teacher or nothing but i mean i think you know that you know i, I like art you know I, I love, I, oh yeah i'm very i think I like, i'm very artistic but my yeah. problem is like for instance just with this podcast like i created like a logo and then like I, i'm the kind of guy that wants to change the logo tomorrow you know, and the day after that, I want to change the logo again. It's like, I yeah. have a problem of like, it's not good enough. It's not perfect. And it's like, so I just had to ask Mr. Wicked and he just did it for me. Like, you know what? If he creates a logo for me, I'm just going to keep it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. that way it's like, he made it and I'm cool with it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, because if I'm doing it, I'm changing the font. Then I'm changing the color the next day. Like, I just, it's just weird. I, and I, I kind of, I heard something on YouTube. It was like, creative people have a problem and it's addicting, you know, like they always want to be creating stuff. And it's like, oh, I got to change this. I got to do that. And it's just like, oh, it just bothers me, man. It's just weird. Man. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, the creative, like the creative brain is, uh, is an interesting thing because it definitely can cause problems sometimes. I was my, I mean, like I said before, my partner, she's an artist too, but uh, the way that we go about doing stuff is a little bit different. And I always, I'm, I'm like a late person, you know, and uh, she hates that. But I always joke, it's like, no, it's because I, it's because like I can always imagine a way that I can do all the things that I want to get done ahead of time. You know, <laughs> I'm like I can picture in my brain all the possibilities at the time that I have. And that's what makes me late is because, you know, something else comes gets in the way. So, that's yeah, crazy. I think sometimes you just got like you just got to sit with it sometimes or you just got to like, say, all right, that's good enough. You know, so speaking of like, yeah, you know, talking about your partner in the art program, kind of explain a little bit more about like, how did you come up with that? Like, where do you find these artists that are going to come into your residency and do all that? Like, how did you come up with this idea? And like, you know, what is this? Okay. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, that's that. I mean, that's so. Um, she and I—that's one of the things that, like, I think we bonded the most. Over. We met in graduate school, and we're both really interested in this. You know, this mode of art making called that people call social practice, right? And it's sort of more about that, like the the um, the artwork is made by people's interaction, right? And so hmm. um, the artist doesn't necessarily always have a have a specific. They don't always know how it's going to turn out, right? Okay. So they, they have this sort of like, you know, an idea or a prompt, but then the way people respond to it is what makes the artwork, right? So the, the activation through the public um, and the interaction with public is what makes it an artwork. Mm. Um, and so that's something that I'm, you know, I, I make I make objects too, you know, like I make paintings, I make sculptures, but I think, you know, I think about my sort of like way of living it's, it sounds a little ridiculous but my way of living sort of like as this as like material right as a thing that i can make um art out of and so um we just really had this interest in community building uh mm -hmm. and and uh providing access to artists and non-artists to engage with art and so um again it was one of those things like i said earlier like 
I, when I just like, I just go for stuff, you know, and, and she does too. And so we just were like, well, what's the worst that can happen here? So like last oh. summer, it's like, it was like friends of friends or you okay. know, family friends that we would like asked for, for some of these spaces, you know? So it's like, you know, uh, Sierra grew up, she grew up in Calusa. And so, you know, the, there was a family that donated a house to us for artists to use. Cause they, they have this house that they run out from time to time and they like Airbnb mm-hmm. and they just said that we could just use it for the summer. And so wow. like, that family, that family was, she was like in high school, she was friends with their daughters and still is friends with them today. You know? So it's sort of like that kind of stuff or like, you know, uh, a, a woman she overlapped with in high school, like has a house in town, but then also has this barn. And so then like the barn, she pushing everything in the barn. So like people use the barn as a studio, you know? So, um, so we just, we just figured we would try it out. And then, and then we engage with like, there's a, there's a arts council in, um, in Calusa. And so they were willing to kind of support some things, you know, so we were able to do a couple murals and like they paid for the paint and other artists got to make, make murals. And so, so it's kind of like an art retreat or what? Like you go away, you just like yeah. work and just like, yeah, I mean, so, I, yeah, I mean, there's lots of different types of residencies, art residencies, but it's basically just a time where artists can just work on their work. Right. So it's, you know, it's like, like anybody, like any, like most artists also have a day job, you know, like, um, you know, so, so a residency is just a time where they're away from that or, you know, like or they had a family or they, you know, they have other responsibilities right? and not that those things aren't fulfilling to them, but lots of times you just want to have some time and space yeah, to make work. Space, yeah. yeah. Away from your usual setting. It's amazing how a new place can bring in new ideas or, you know, force you to do new things. Um, and so that's really what the, you know, the art residency is about is that, you know, it's a, it's a, just a time and space for artists to make their work. And so last summer we just, you know, we invited, we, we reached out to people uh, friends of family for spaces. And then, you know, then we just invited a bunch of our friends or like friends of friends that we've known, you know, I mean, um, Sierra went to school at California college of the arts in you know, the Bay area. Right. And she was, she lived there for 10 years and she was really tied into a network of artists mm-hmm. and, you know, and we, and she and I, when we lived in Oakland, were in a, a studio community there that had about 30 different artists in that studio. And so, you know, it's like you sent out an email to, you know, 80 people, hundred people. And then, you know, I think we ended up having like 30 that wanted to do it. And then like, I think it was 20, 24 or 26 that actually could, you know? So, um, yeah, it was a really cool thing. And I mean, really, you know, it was like a lot of it's like, Hey, these are our friends. And like that, we felt okay about that sort of for the first round. Cause we're like, all right, if this is like really bad, like our friends aren't going to like get mad at us, you know, they're going to like tell us. Now, is this like a, is this like a, a business thing or you think it's going to be just like a, like a nonprofit thing or, you know, how does that, you know, what is Yeah. It? So, I mean, I think that the end goal is for it to be a nonprofit, you know, okay. um, that, that takes, that's a little tricky, you know, I mean, neither of us have run a nonprofit, so we don't yeah, exactly a lot know what that works, but yeah. I mean, we know that there's, so the California, what is it? California arts council has um, grants for nonprofits and in particular in rural settings. Yeah. Because it's a lot the, different right out there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not from there. I'm from yeah. like the city city. So I would know like there's a lot of movement here for like urban art and all these different things around sure. here, but I never heard like out there in the country, like, Hey, we're going to go to this, like <laughs> this uh, barn and like put up these cots yeah. and hang out and we're going to yeah, do art. Yeah, like yeah. that's not really something I've seen before. So that's cool, man. That's like amazing. Yeah. And so anyway, so, but I mean, a lot of those grants, you have to show that you've been established for two years, which is kind of tricky. So we're like, all right, like we're kind of like, you know, like, so that's, that's why we just decided to like do last summer uh, as, you know, like bare bones, sort of like yeah. with friends, the trial. And then we're, we're still kind of like, 
you know, figuring out how we can kind of make some things still happen this year, 2020, even with the pandemic. So it can be like, you know, on paper, we're still making moves, even though it's not the full, mm-hmm. you know, sort of thing. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I think the end goal, as I said earlier, is like, you know, this is a many year project. You yeah. Know? I think that, I think that, you know, like our, our, um, you know, our five year goal is for it to be a, a, a nonprofit arts residency. Um, That's cool, man. That's amazing. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, and actually, there's uh, there's other factors like this house, the house that we bought, uh, you know, like the apartment, uh, the electric is separate from the house, so it's like already set up to kind of like you know divide our, um, you know, property into our living and business space, right. and uh, yeah, anyway, so it's like that. There's like we, we like we can see how this can work. We just have to like connect the dots. And, yeah, I mean, it's a time thing, but that's, I, I think it's still like a great idea. Like you know, it's something you like to do, it's something you both like to do, and like yeah, obviously you're both in the you're both in the art world, and it's like, man, like think about that. Like you know, you, you have it right there. Like you know, I don't know how many feet away from your house. So you're like, hey, let's go do this thing, and people are gonna come Ten. over in. <laughs> so what does that work? I mean, let, let's just say you ran it. Like so, people just came and like. Did you guys like buy food? I mean, how does that work? Like, you know, what does that work like? What does it look like for a day? Like, hey, man. So again, it's like this is this this is this rural thing, right? Uh, our garden, you know, we have more cucumbers and tomatoes and eggplants <laughs> than we even know how to eat. You know, uh, <laughs> so you have the salad. Her, her, Sierra's dad drops. He he brings over like you know gallon ziplocs of okra like you know once a week, and it's like all right, we can't eat all this. Like it was two of us, you know. So, I mean, um, it's. You know, yeah, that that would be the plan. We're just like, yeah, here's stuff. We got food. We get, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, you just figure it out. I think you know, once you start doing something, you just figure it out. And so, I don't know, like, the the whole the way that you know, being a teacher, you get you get like, there's real satisfaction in like and like seeing somebody uh, get something yeah. out of out of what you're doing. Yes. you know what I mean. Uh, and uh, and and. I feel that same thing. Uh, I felt that same thing last summer, being able to provide artists with spaces to work and have breakthroughs, right? Like being able to see another artist um, come up with something new in a space that you help provide them with. That's crazy. Is, is, is uh, it's inspiring and it's motivating. Yeah. You know? And so I think that's, I mean, you know, selfishly for me, I'm like, yeah, if there's people coming around all the time, you know, that are making cool stuff, that's going to keep my brain active too. You know, like, um, you know, and I think like, I lived in Chicago for years. And so like, that's a big, rich arts community. And Sierra was in Oakland for years. And so, I mean, when we decided to buy this place, we're like, all right, like, how do we stay connected and relevant, you know, and how do we know what's going on? Uh, and I think that's one of the ways is like, you keep bringing other creative people in and kind of keep sharing those ideas. So that's yeah, cool. Man. So, Can we, I mean, you yeah. kind of hear this stuff, like, for like, yeah, like writers workshops, people get together and they write. I mean, they do like, yeah. so I, that's pretty cool you do that because I have a friend that does photography and he uh, he does like retreats, you know, in Hawaii and Iceland and people go with him and like he's like this renowned photographer. And so it kind of brings me that kind of idea you're doing. It's like, let's just get together and let's like work off each other. And I don't know, you probably share supplies or whatever it may be. I don't know what it is that you guys are creating, but that's cool, man. I, I wish you like the best of luck with that. And I, we're definitely going to check man. back yeah. and see how that's going because that's something that's like, man you know, is this like for college grads? Do you think like college level or people that are older? What do you think it's like, it's going to be for like, it's who, I mean, whatever, man, I think, I mean, really it's, I mean, you know, I think it's for artists, like it, it's whoever, right. If you're a working artist, you want to make some stuff, you need to, you want some time and space, you can get away. Come on. That's what, that's, I think that's the main thing is it's sort of like, uh, yeah, it's sort of initially it's, you know, this idea is just for, you know, you, you want time and space to make stuff. 
Yeah. We'll, we'll help you. We'll help you make, we'll help you make that happen. That's I think the goal. So, well, man, I appreciate your, uh, appreciate your time today. I think, uh, people are going to be interested in your story as far as like where you came from, where you are now. And then, you know, you're continuing to just give back to people, especially like in the art world and your teaching. So I'm going to check back with you during the year, man, see how everything's going with this whole distance learning. And, uh, you know, maybe you got some more projects you've done at home. So, we, you know, we want to hear yeah, man. that for sure. I love it. Yeah. We'll got to get you out to the, got to get you out to the buckle so you can see the compound. Is that what you call it? Uh, you call it the, uh, the, count, the compound, the art compound? No, we, I, really, truthfully, it's called social studies. Um, it, it, we have a, we have an Instagram that we don't really use very much, but it's called social studies residency. Okay. Um, but um, I, I'll send you that info. Well, you, you need to use that end. social media, man. You got to use it. Like, it's there. Like, I mean, well, post something but, once a week. You know, pandemic hit, and it's like, we don't have new stuff to post, you know? <laughs> anyway, it's all good. <laughs> I know. I know. All right, man. Well, I appreciate your time, cool. man. We'll uh, check back with you, Ross. Appreciate it. Big hey, time. Thanks a bunch, man. This was fun. Have a good one. All right, man. Later. Bye. And if you want to follow uh, social underscore studies underscore residency, uh, you can see where Mr. Roadruck is uh, working on his uh, art project, um, this great creative space that he's creating for uh, different artists from around the area, you know, and he has a great background in just all kinds of art. And if you want to follow him on Instagram, you can. I will be plugging it as well on my social media. Thank you for listening today. And I can't wait to have you back. Like I said, we have some big stuff brewing. Um, once we get to a thousand downloads, I got a surprise for y'all. So let's get it going. We're at 600 plus downloads. Share this link to two, three, four people and uh, we'll get it going. See you on uh, social media at Educadence.